0: Hello and welcome to the 16th edition of the Two Hands in the Hurl podcast. I'll be your host, uh, Robbie Mansfield. And with me this evening, uh, I have two gentlemen. Well, some people call them gentlemen, some, pe- some people call them other things. Uh, the first man is uh, is a man there with the silkiest uh, pair of hands in the Kilkenny rugby scene. It's uh, Dreamy Leamy, Leam O'Neill.
1: <laughs> man, Rob, how you know? boy? I want to be honest, yeah. You you're probably the first man to actually call me a gentleman, so... Yeah, I'll take that.
0: Well, I was kind of more emphasizing that people actually call you other stuff. But anyway, we'll, we'll, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. whatever you want to take from it is fine. I a, take
1: the positives, man. Take the positives. Take the positives.
0: And now introducing our, our third member uh, for this evening is a man who's been compared to uh, Burt Reynolds. Uh, there was actually uh, on the news there during the week, there was sightings of Burt Reynolds in Stonyford. But it turns out it was actually uh, the one and only Mr. TJ, Mill, TJ Mills. <laughs>
2: I I was told I look like that all week, actually. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> how's how's the tash coming on for November? Uh, it's coming on okay. It's coming on okay. If I survive the month, I might leave it. But me and beards don't really agree. So our moustaches or anything like that agree. So
0: uh, we say you should grow out the beard. Well, me and Liam being fairly biased on that, uh, yeah, we should grow yeah, out the beard so. though.
1: Like, like it's once you get past those first two weeks, TJ. That like you know, that beard edge goes and it's, it's grand. You don't even know it's there, like.
2: I know. I, I can't deal with it. I won't. lie I might go for the goatee or something, but I. It don't be surprised if it's shaved off on the first of December. I won't. Well, I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll all
0: be sad. We'll be sad if it's gone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'd be disappointed. <laughs> well, if I still get the Bert Reynolds compliments anyway, I take it. <laughs> if you
0: get if you get the shift, you'll keep
2: it on. <laughs>
0: That'd be the biggest decider, no? <laughs> cool boys, we'll uh, we'll crack on. Uh, so our first topic for this evening is gonna be uh, rugby. Big game the weekend. Uh, Wales versus Georgia. Uh Lean, what way do you
1: think it's gonna go? Uh, to be honest, I couldn't even fuck about Wales versus Georgia. But um yeah, well I think Wales will just uh, they'll hammer it out on home anyway. Um uh, big game of the weekend for us, anyway, is, uh, is the Ireland game, Ireland-England.
0: That's it, yeah. and uh, there's been, uh, Razi Erasmus has uh, labelled Ireland as being too soft. What do you think of that?
1: Um, I think he's right, isn't he? Yeah, like, you never see Ireland actually going out and bullying a team, whereas you would see all the other bigger teams go and do it, like, uh, South Africa did it to England in the last, in the final the last World Cup there, and yeah you see all the other bigger teams going out and bullying say like even if they don't bully another big team they'll bully the smaller teams and Ireland have just never really done that and when like it comes down to a fully physical game like Ireland just they, they can't i don't my opinion anyway they can't hide. but um but for the for the guys we have
0: and the size of the guys we have like do you think it's more of a mentality thing than an actual physicality like they, like obviously the guys have the stuff to do it, but are they just kind of uh, kind of standing back, or are they not being pushed by the management or captaincy?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, like again, is it down to like I don't think it's Ireland's style of game. Is I don't think they're bullies anyway. I think they're or play that bit of a quick game, um, and like when they get back to playing proper quick, quick like two passes out and try go wider. I think they'll have a better chance of being themselves, but um, I don't think they have. Like I don't think they are a team that bullies anyone. Like it's just not their style, to be honest. And it never really has been. No.
0: What do you think, TJ?
2: Yeah, I I agree completely with Liam. Um, Maybe the biggest criticism I'd have with the Irish team, in the sense that we. We, we just can't seem to stand up to the English physicality, being honest. And um now just looking at the team for Saturday, there's a lot of young players in it. So you'd be hoping to go out play without fear. Now that could go the opposite way as well, as Liam was saying. I mean having so many young players there facing the English who are no no offence to him and great credit to him, bullies in a sense on the pitch and it could go one of two ways. We could play with freedom and express ourselves, but I have a fear it could go the opposite way. And looking at the results of the weekend, England put four points on Georgia, I'd be fearing they might put half of that on us if we if we don't stand up to them, being honest. Do
0: you, rec- do you reckon uh, James Ryan is a good shout for, for captain, not only for the weekend, but for the Six Nations and beyond, TJ?
2: I think we have to go that way. I really do. I think um, Farrell has to lay down. I I won't say lay down the marker or anything, but just lay down the stall. I mean, we're planning towards the next World Cup, and I know I'm like broken record in saying it, but we have to. He has to set down the stall. He has to go with young players. He has to go with the ones that. I mean, Will Johnson Sext, Will Johnson Sexton, be starting the next World Cup. The chances, no one knows, but the chances I think will be very slim. So I think that's why by leaving out the legs of Conor Murray and all of that, and no, Jonathan Sexton's injured, so that's why he's not there. He probably will be featured in the weekend, but I I think we I think he has to just build for the future. I really do, and it's a bit like you could draw a comparison with Stephen Kenny with soccer. If Ireland get a win on Saturday against England, this could be the real turning point. This could be like the where we're if about beat New Zealand as the Joe Schmidt moment kind of way, beating England on Saturday, if we can do it, that could set off Andy Farrell's or sorry, Andy Farrell's legacy in Ireland.
0: What do you think, uh, Liam, as a as a rugby man, do you prefer to have like your captain in the pack? Or would you rate a captain if he's kinda in the back line or in the half backs? Or like if you were playing on a team, would you want to have, you know, the the captain in the front eight? What would be your choice there?
1: Yeah, 100%. I'd much rather a captain being in the in the forwards, in the pack. Um, main reason being is you're always upright beside the ref and you can have just a little little chat with him, a little joke, whatever, and then like you're there. But um, if you're out in that back line, I think you're just way too far away and you can't be in in the whole thing. That's why a lot of the, the teams kind of say to the rest before the game starts, it's like, oh, look, this guy here is pack leader. Do you mind if he chat yeah, throughout the game and then if you have any issues you come to me as captain Like a lot of the refs have no problem with that um, so I'd much rather seeing uh, a captain being in the forwards but even um, outside that looking at the team I don't think you could have anyone else on that team as as captain like um, Peter Mann, you know well he's had what maybe two or three good games in the last year all of them coming in the last three games or so so um, I think based on that you can't give it to him and you, if you did you'd lose a lot of respect with all the kind of younger players coming through and James Wayne has been there for how long now and he's still he's, he's only 24 that. he's only 24 exactly and he's been there for how many years yeah he, he's been with Ireland for the last two or three years at least consistently there starting every game so I think I think he is the best shouting and having Peter Romani there starting alongside him and CJ Standard he has two really good lads there to bounce to bounce off of and the two of them are going to I'm pretty sure be in Ryan's right here telling them to chat to the ref
0: Would you have him for a captain for the Six Nations or would you give it to kind of like Jonathan Sexton as kind of his last kind of hurrah and then like changing of the guard for kind of next year go back onto James Ryan or what would you do if you were Andy Farrell
1: I don't know, I suppose right now is a good time to test out and see how it goes. You know the the players around him kind of gel and and see him as a captain. So like it, obviously if it goes well the next couple of games, I see no problem with keeping him as captain and then maybe Johnny as vice captain uh for the six nations. But um just as TJ was saying at the weekend, like if they if they put up a win, like obviously be amazing and be a turnaround. Um I don't think they are gonna win. I think this weekend they need to play for more respect rather than a win. Like they've, changed, they've brought in a good few uh, kind of newer guys there. You have uh, Quinn Ruu come keep Mac. Uh, he had a great game the last weekend. And to be honest, I I don't really rate Quinn Roo and he had a great game. And I, I was I was delighted and sickened that he scored that try because I had just told my brother I was like I, I don't like him I don't like him. And then five seconds later, he burst over for a try. I was like, "Oh yes!" Just you. a massive fuck you. Liam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really. Um, delighted to see Keith Earle's back as well. Um, Bundyaki is back uh, inside centre as well. So, I think Gibson Park and Bundyaki are going to love each other. And even, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I really. So you're going. For, you're going to say probably England win, but you'd be happy with an Ireland kind of good performance.
1: Yeah, I think if Ireland lose inside 10 points, it'd be a a good game for Ireland.
0: And a question for yourself, TJ uh, who do you think is going to win? And quick answer because we're going to move on to the the Harlan, which I know you're kind of champion of the bit to get on to. So, in a word, Ireland or England?
2: I think England, being honest, um, I'd go with lean. If we can get within, say, seven to 10 points, it'd be a good improvement. But I just think it's too big a task, being honest. Intrically, I don't especially, think as
1: well. Yeah. England, def- they're not going to put fucking 50 points on us. No, they're not going to hammer us because they played Georgia to bet um I mean, They put, what, 40 points up on them. You'd expect them to put at least that up in Georgia. So I don't think England are looking as sharp as they should be. Um, and Ireland, in their last game, they made a good. Like, they looked fucking fired up for it. Like, And I was delighted to see it. So, yeah, we'll move on before I, I, I get bogged down here. Let's go on a rant. Yeah.
0: Just to address our TJ, is there any uh, issues with Liam's mic this week? I know there was kind of a slurping sound from his mic. And uh, it was kind of, I was first initially thought that I was the man who was slurping tea, apparently.
1: I don't hear. I I, I don't know how TJ heard slurping coming from my mic while I was talking. I do know that I drag my S's when I talk. So unless that's what he thinks he's picking up on. But um, I definitely heard you slurping tea in one of the episodes. I'll go back on the episodes, I'll listen to them again. I'm nearly a hundred percent sure it was episode twelve.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll have to uh fact check that anyway. We'll know for the next episode anyway, just uh yeah. to be clear. So we'll move on to the the GAA. So with all the kind of there's like three football finals, but I think there's all, all like they're all kinda of be pretty one sided. I'd say Donegal, uh Dublin, Cork are the favourites to win all those matches and anyone who kind of if other teams win, it'll be a big upset. So I think the hurling is where it's kind of more competitive and more kind of edge. Uh, what game are you looking forward to, TJ, for the weekend?
2: It might sound strange, but I'm looking forward to the watch for a clear one. Um, now, Galway take um, all earn champions the past, what, two, three year. And so, I mean, yeah, Galway 2017, yeah. Um, so, in fairness, now
0: just to, to you know, before all the Cocheney people text in, uh, like Tipperary, they don't they don't do two in a row, like you know. So <laughs> they definitely haven't won two or three in the last few years. Now that's just not happening. They just do one in a row. That's it. So that's why I'm saying Galway are going to win this one. But anyway, Claire Waterford
2: go on. I oh, know. Sorry, I meant all earned champions in the past two or three years. I think.
1: All was- oh, right, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking listen
1: up, Robbie. Order Jesus.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that'd be a cracker of a game. It really will be a cracker. Um, Galway, would be disappointed after last weekend. I mean, it was just a Galway collapse, and we discussed it earlier in the week, so I won't go further into it. But I think Watford Clare, I think that could be a real humdinger. Uh, Watford weren't too far off in of Limerick last weekend. Um, I think that little bit of experience that Limerick had saw through at then, they saw him through before Pounds. Clare, an awful lot of people wrote them off after playing Leash and it just shows what, that people underestimated the Leash performance with the way Claire dismantled Wexford last weekend. So I think that could be a real game a real good game. Now that's not taking away Galway Tip, that'd be a classic as well. And they're two brilliant games. Actually the one game I think could be close in the football and now it won't drag on in it is Dublin and Mead. Uh the last I do No <laughs>
0: Say, oh, save it, save it. Like, I like. I'll try and I'll try and like listen to what you have to say, but we're dismissing
1: it. We'll we'll entertain the fact. We'll <laughs> the fact. Not saying-
0: pretend we're in some alternate reality where Dublin where uh, Dublin will lose to me. Go on, go on.
2: Believe me, there are, what they be 1 on or more uh, to meet me. But the last time that meet bet Dublin, they scored five goals. Uh, and they scored five goals against Kildare last weekend, where they were absolutely being hammered at half time. I think they were spot about seven points in it. So, and they played in the league as well in Parnell Park. I watched it, and Dublin weren't that impressed in that game. I mean, they had a lead, and me came back at them. Now, they scraped, I won't say they scraped on, they tipped over a couple of points after. I think they won't be five or six after, but. I think that could be. I think that could be an awful lot closer than the the betting odds will show. It'd be a Dublin win. I won't say anything different than that. But I think that could be a close one. I really do. I say, if Meath get within five or six points, I say Meath would be really happy with that. They they have something to build on. They were very unlucky in the league. They finished bottom, but to put in some good performances and that game against Dublin in the league in Parnell Park. They were six or seven points down early on. We dragged it back. I think to a pint our level at one stage. I stand corrected on it, but it was within a couple of pints anyway of Dublin. So I think, I think that could be close enough game now. I think if we get within six or seven points, I think we'd be happy. Now. I
0: think they'll be delighted if they get that close. But I don't think they will. that? But um, I think as well, like in the game in Parnell Park, like Parnell Park is a smaller pitch. So like when Dublin are playing in Hurland in Parallel Park, it actually suits them because it kind of almost kind of brings team down to their level. But for the footballers, it kind of works against them. But if it's going to be, it's gonna, match is going to be in uh, Crow Park, it's going to be yeah. different story. Wide open spaces, perfect pitch. Like I think the Dublin team will exploit that. And did you see the goals that Meade got against Kildare? Like <laughs> absolutely shambolic defending. Like like the Irish soccer team uh, attacking the Kildare. Uh, defence was they were just like got dispossessed for two of the goals and it was just uh, a shit show to be honest so I,
2: I can't disagree with you I can't it, it'd be it'd be actually for a neutral you'd be actually hoping these to get close now the one thing I'd say is the early stages of Dublin leash match I was watching it Leash could have gotten in for a goal and I would I'm not saying they would have gotten in within an Aston's roar of them and that's no disrespect to Leash but that's just the way the, the league, as Pat Spillane says the way the league goes you have to judge by league performances and that's it. But I think we could sneak in for a couple of goals. And if they do, it could be it could be decent enough. Now, if me don't do that, and with me putting the curse on them now, they probably won't. But um, I, I keep an eye on that one. And Kevin Donegal, Kevin are after coming back with uh, big deficits in games. Uh, the last day against Sounder, I think they were nearly £10 down. So, I think Cavan could cause a headache for Donegal
0: as well. I won't lie. Yeah, I think that's going to be an intriguing game. Uh, I like. I sincerely hope Cavan do it, um, just to take uh, Donegal off uh, Dublin's hit list as well. But um, like, yeah, they've had a savage season so far, like coming back from the death against Monaghan and against Down. And uh, last week I did say the Down-Cavan match is going to be the game of the weekend. And uh, that was proven right there. But anyway, we'll, we'll just move swiftly on from that. that. up. <laughs> I was going to have, and,
2: um, I dragged it on longer it
0: <laughs> Just as well, just while we're on the, the football there, Tip and uh, tip Cork, how do you see that one going?
2: I think that could be close. I really do. Now, Cork could be on a high, and the, the biggest the biggest danger for Cork is after having such a great win against Kerry that they won't be able to replicate it against Tipperary. Now, I could... I could be corrected on this, but I think Tipperary defeated Cork in the past couple of years. Now, I don't... I I have to look it up. I don't think it was last year. But Tipperary are a team that are kind of building slowly. And they, for the past, I say, 10 years, they're up there. they got to an All-Ireland semi-final. So they're, they're a team that can't be written off. And for a dual county, I mean, to be performing... I mean, to be in a Munster final and... um when you have a hurling team reigning All-Ireland champions as well, it lost out in the semi-final. I mean, it's fair going for Tipperary. I think that one could be close. If Cork are able to replicate their form, you'd fancy Cork. But I wouldn't be surprised if Tipperary might pull off a shot there.
0: Well, they haven't won it since 1935. I'm just looking at it there now. So uh, <laughs> be, nice. be, uh, there won't be a cow milk and Tipperary now if they win that one, Let's say. They faced Kerry a good few
2: times. so that's the <laughs>
0: Yeah, Kerry have won 81 and Cork have won 37, so I think, yeah, uh, Kerry are the dominant force there. So we'll uh, we'll move on, guys. If you're happy enough, we'll go on to the, the soccer. Uh, we'll just cover the soccer fairly quickly because we don't have our, our resident uh, soccer head, Ricardo on this evening. He's uh, flat out working this week. Um, just a word on the international break, guys. Do you like the international soccer break or... No, you probably don't really care that much, Liam.
1: I I <laughs> didn't even know there was one. That's <laughs> yeah. I know, I knew I knew there was one. I, yeah, I don't have a fuck.
0: Well, the Irish soccer team are just they're so bad. They haven't scored in like eleven hours, and uh, I think we've only scored one goal in twenty twenty, which is going to be the goal of the year anyway. And uh, it, it sums really up. Really.
1: It sums up the year, doesn't it?
0: It's does. uh, pretty miserable. In fairness to Stephen Kenny, you now we've had like. A lot of lads out with COVID and it's been a kind of a uh, kind of a kind of real horrible kind of start for him. Um But uh, do you like the international break TJ or are you just kind of waiting for the Premier League to get back?
2: I used to love it. I won't lie to you. I used to love it. But this week, the, the past couple of international breaks have been torture. I won't lie to you. They really have been torture. Um, Is that because we can't go to the pub lads? I- <laughs>
1: There no, you, need to, well, you two,
0: need to be well oiled to watch Ireland play.
1: 2 uh midweek points, you know.
2: <laughs> Maybe the Irish might need a few points actually before they might go away. Hell yeah, selling Irish boys. <laughs> um, I, I just, it, it's just torture to watch. I won't lie to you, and I, I, I think Stephen Kenny deserves his chance. I mean how many players are after being out due to injury, suspension, COVID or whatever. So, I mean, he deserves a chance with that. There are news actually coming out this evening that the I are investigating uh, the preparation leading up to the England match last week. So, this is, this is um, exposure that they just don't need at the moment. Uh, now, there's a break until next March. But, um, yeah, we need... I, I looking at Twitter every Ireland match. You see a trend, Jack Byrne. It's the trend all along, and I don't think he's getting enough of a shot there now. I'm not saying he'd be world saver, but the last few times he came on, he is after better in Irish play. And we just need to do something different now. We have a break till next next March, like I was saying. But the biggest obstacle now is we're third third tier for the World Cup qualifiers. So we're going to come up, we're going to be third placed in pot, in other words. So we're going to come up against the big, big two. And, I mean, we can't have a situation that we can qualify for another tournament. And in that form, we're going to have to be two of the big nations, which at the moment when we can't score to save our lives, um, <laughs> it's practically impossible, like, it probably
0: would have been better for us to get relegated from that Nations League group because we're just going to be in with the same quality standard teams for next time, and not score any goals. It mightn't be a bad thing for us to get relegated down, you know, score a few goals, get a bit of confidence, rather than like you know the situation now where we're not scoring anything.
2: I agree completely with you. I really do, and I know they were saying last night in the commentary that you'd have to go to Eastern Europe. I mean, to be long distance game, but. I mean, it's a catch twenty-two in a sense. I agree, it'd be a deadly thing. It's like a team in GM. Not changing the subject. If you're kind of rebuilding, it's good to go down. I mean, they after doing it, and they beat Kerry. I mean, rebuild it. So it looks the Irish team is rebuilding at the moment. They're lacking confidence. They can't score. So a game against the likes of Azerbaijan, Armenia, or something like that where you could maybe get three or four goals, give the team great confidence and then get promoted. But the danger is you could go over to the lakes of Faroe Islands and struggle to win 1-0. Or San Marino and struggle to win 1-0. <laughs> I mean, maybe typical,
0: typical Ireland performance.
2: <laughs> that's it, lad. Like. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's... Now, I hope, I hope, like I was saying, the investigation, I hope there's not any ramifications from it. Uh, but we need to really do something before next March. We really do.
0: Just to bring in uh, Liam there, what do you think about Wolves this weekend? Who do, who, are, are they, who are they playing this weekend? I
1: haven't a fucking clue. <laughs> 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 the, the rugby is back. Oh, Fuck off. <laughs> they're, play, they're,
0: <laughs> playing, they're playing Southampton on Monday night. Monday night football. Big game. Do uh, you think they're going to win? The are playing who? Sorry, Southampton.
1: Southampton. Um ooh, I'll, give it I'll give it a one nil. I'll give it a one nil to Southampton. One nil, Southampton. Yeah, you can try money
2: on that one now.
0: Banker, that's uh, Liam's uh, lock <laughs> of the week.
2: Yeah. I think we should change the team to Warrington Wolves or something. They might uh, might encourage Wolves and. I encourage them to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like yeah, yeah. just
1: as you're asking me about wolves there, I was uh looking up uh stuff to do with topics to come up on this. So I'll be able to answer hopefully one of the next questions or topics.
0: On the Premier League? Uh no, it was uh
1: <laughs> the I can't, I can't remember yeah, I can't remember what the fuck it was. Uh what's the uh, it was like your pick your one, either your album or your movie or you,
0: All right, we'll we'll move on to that, so uh, you'll well-research this one, okay? So we're going to move on to our picks of the week. So we're going to go around to the guys, and we're going to pick either a song, an album, a movie, or a series. It could be a new one or an an oldie, a blast from the past. Uh, So, Liam, what is your your well-researched pick of the week?
1: My pick of the week this week is actually... It's a Spider Man movie. It's the newest one. It's the Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Now, it's a cartoony one, but it's actually really fucking good, lads. I, like I sat down and I got some laugh at it, and like it was there was a proper storyline to it and yeah, sit down
2: and watch that the fuck, which is
0: Have you seen it, TJ? I
2: haven't. I haven't seen it. Um Yeah. Shame. Shame. <laughs> it's on
1: it's on Netflix though, no? It's, yeah, it's on Netflix. That like it popped up on like it was like in the top ten in, in Ireland. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, yeah. May as well give it a go. And it's actually really good, lads.
0: I've seen kind of bits and pieces of it when my kinda of kids are watching it. I was kinda of walking in and out. Like and it seems pretty good. Um, so yeah. definitely kind of uh give it a watch, all right. So are you a big Spider Man fan Liam?
1: Yeah, I'm yeah, like I'm a big kinda of superhero guy in comics and shit, so um like the last ten years or so of all these superhero movies have uh I've really hit the spot, haven't
0: they? It sure has been a kind of uh, <laughs> just year after year after year of awesome movies. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Who's your don't favorite where... Spider Man?
1: My favorite Spider Man. Ooh. You see, I don't know if I can pick a favorite because they all did really good in their own way. Uh, like Tom Holland is doing good now, and obviously, Tobey Maguire did really good. Like, he, he did Unreal as a superhero when being a superhero, like, superhero movies weren't cool. So. Um, I think that's a standout. Spider-Man there.
0: Three that was a bit pants though, with Tobey Maguire. It
1: was, yeah, it was. But um, like, I think they didn't in that one they didn't give Venom enough time. You know, and I think if they built Venom as a character, it would have been a lot better and stopped focusing on Spider-Man as much. Um, are they gonna are they gonna match up uh, Tom
0: Holland and what's his name Tom Hardy as Venom? Are they gonna I... match up those or...
1: I don't know. Like, I don't think the two of them would work well together, as like as Tom Holland as Spider-Man and then him, as, uh, Tom Hardy as Venom. I don't think it would work at the moment, anyway. And um, uh, the Venom movie was unreal, lads. Let's be honest. It was really There's good. There's a new
0: Venom movie coming out as well. Uh, Venom yeah. Carnage going to be. Carnage.
1: Awesome. And what's his name? Is it Woody Harrelson is meant to be Carnage? Ooh. Yeah, I think that I think he's going to be really good there. So you're a Spider-Man fan, TJ?
2: I'm not, no. Um. i I used. I watched it years ago, but I just wouldn't be into it. I'd be weird that way. I'd, I'd like kind of the vintage Batman or vintage Superman. I'd watch those, but I wouldn't be, say, a big Marvel or superhero lad at all. I won't lie. Um, the likes of the 60s Batman and Christopher Reeves as Superman. I'd watch the likes of that, but the latest ones I hardly watch them. I won't like. Um, I'm like a ash- Mr. Reyes is
0: a solid Superman, though.
2: Yeah, I know. I think he was the best. I won't lie to you. And then like the vintage Batman, I mean, was just pissed. Off. Um I was watching um, the Batman came out. Of, uh, was it around '94? Um, was it Keaton? Batman Forever. Um, oh. I'm going to think of the Batman is a key. Batman and Batman Returns. I think that was nineteen eighty nine or something. Or oh, sorry, I know. I know that just shows. Um, but yeah, I watched the likes of that. But the latest ones, I watched Batman versus Superman, and I just—I thought that was shit, lads. For me, I won't lie to you. Like I signed up to Disney Plus, and I thought here I try and get into the Marvel books but I just couldn't. I won't lie.
0: They have a lot. They have actually the old Spider-Man cartoon on Disney Plus, actually, which is, like, is just totally awesome. Yeah.
1: They used to I uh, going to be a real child here and say I've started watching those old X-Men cartoons as well on Disney Plus.
0: Well, definitely. You know, when, I, like, they were, like, the highlight of my kind of childhood. Uh, old Spider-Man, X-Men, and the Batman that uh, TJ is talking about as well. Like, it's, yeah, watch I, it
1: all yeah. <laughs> I think I'm only, like, I'd say two or three episodes in the X Men, but uh, I, I fucking love that as a child as well. So it's awesome,
0: man! It's actually pretty gritty, actually.
1: <laughs>
0: if <It laughs> you actually yeah. watch it, it's pretty like pretty intense for kids. Like. Yeah,
1: like the very first episode, like they killed off a superhero. So fucking hell, that's, that's wrong. That's, yeah. And for me, that's <sighs> the
0: best Wolverine as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hundred percent.
2: Hundred percent. Hundred
1: percent.
0: And uh, TJ, what's your pick of the week there?
2: Uh, You might laugh at it, but I'm actually addicted to it, is The Crown. Season four of it came out and I think it was brilliant. Uh, It came out the 15th, I think, it was last Sunday. And Princess Diana is brought into it and it just, I won't lie and I hope, (laughs) it just shows how fucked up the system is over there that people just don't have their, their lives at all within the royal family, like um the character that's playing uh Princess Diana Emma Corran, she's just brilliant, she's actually able to take her off to a tea. Uh, facial movements, expressions, all of that, but it just shows that it really delves into it. I don't know if you watched the first three episodes or were kind of praising the royal family and what they were doing and everything, and you heard the royal family kind of kicking out about this one that they weren't happy. And once you hear someone saying that, you know it's kind of true to life in a sense. And it's actually worth to watch now. If you're not into the likes of that, it wouldn't be for you. But I just think it was good. Like, was- Do they
0: change the Queen character like as they go? Like, I think like season one was that like when she was like a young woman herself. No.
2: Yeah, yeah. They changed. It. They're changing them every two. I think um, the first and the second episode. I can't think of it. The- Woman's name played the queen, um, but Olivia uh, Olivia Coleman uh, played a, played the queen in season three and season four, and she's just brilliant. Like the last film I would've seen her in, would be Hot Fuzz. So to go from the likes of that to <laughs> oh, who was she in Hot Fuzz? She was, yeah, she was uh, one. Of, she was one of the cops in it, um, and she's actually a brilliant character in it. Who's actually brilliant in it this time is, you know, Jennifer, not Jennifer Anderson um, You know, she was in Dex Files. As, oh, God. She's,
0: um, what's her face?
2: She's in Sex Education, um, if you watch that on Netflix. Um, God, uh, Gillian Anderson,
0: sorry. Gillian Anderson, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, She's um, Margaret Thatcher, is that?
2: Yeah, she's brilliant. She's absolutely brilliant as a um, it goes actually into it, I mean, I would have thinking that the Margaret Thatcher and uh, Queen Elizabeth would have had a brave relationship, but it actually shows the friction was there. And it, an awful lot of people who wouldn't have been a fan would see, well, if the Queen of England, who's meant to respect her Prime Minister, if she couldn't really respect her. Now, you know, an awful lot of that's dramatisation as well, so could, an awful lot of it could be exaggerated. But I think it's worth to watch. I really think it's worth to watch. But um, if you're not into it, I mean, it, it, it might be for you, but I think it's good. And it, it's kind of revealing in a sense as well that everything is in Rosie.
0: Is there like a sense that things are, you know, obviously, you know, we all know what happens uh, to Princess Die. Is there like kind of like a, can you see like the kind of dash kind of happening or like, or even Diana and Charles kind of falling out and getting divorced. Is there kind of like the early seeds of that happening already or
2: no? Uh, yeah, I know it, it they go through it all. They go from where they met uh, right up until they, just before the separation and that's where it ended. Our, and uh, uh, Prince Philip kind of said to Princess Diana, well, you're an outsider and you always will be an outsider. So it, the biggest thing about it is, and which is kind of scary in a sense, if you're thinking about the future king of England, if you're a British, is how childish that Prince Charles was in it. Like he was having an affair, we didn't the series anyway, he was having an affair with his current wife Camilla all along through the relationship and that kind of drove Diana to have an affair herself. And it was kind of that Diana was kind of looked down on because she had an affair even though And then you can see where Diana kind of had to save the royalty in a sense that they weren't popular as it was. And Diana Diana kind of, like Australia, wanted to leave the Commonwealth in the season. And they ended up doing it after, ended up leaving kind of the, leaving the Commonwealth in a certain way. But you can kind of see where Diana is kinda of saved it and that's where I think the relationship broke thing that she was getting all the publicity like and then all going to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> have you been no. watching it, Liam?
1: I have not. I'm already asleep <laughs> uh, uh, no. Yeah, wiping the sleep over my eyes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, for me it doesn't really like like a like might by what you're talking about now I might be interested in this latest kind of season of it, but like the earlier seasons I don't really think I'd have that much of an interest in it. So do you, is it something that I could jump to jump into now or no? Oh definitely. Just like just go straight to that season and just skip all the rest of them.
2: Yeah, I know it like they kinda it's like they were kind of doing like breaking back. It it was like they were kind of building it up. I mean they started off with that uh that occasion in the nineteen thirties where the Queen's father was kind of forced into becoming king, he was second in line, and you can kind of see the way he was treated, and then Princess Margaret was treated, Queen's sister. And then you just see straight away the way that um Diana was kind of treated. And there were kind of if you're watching it for people that wouldn't know, you think the Queen Mother was a real good natured person. But in the series, right through it, right from the first up to the fourth, she's actually evil. She really is evil in it, and she's the kind of the director of everything. And in, 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 it you can just it, give away the whole story there, TJ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> def, I'm definitely not going to watch it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Liam could tell everyone the whole story of it now, anyway.
1: <laughs> just uh, just very quickly before we
0: uh, we have a little uh, break there for uh, for, for a, a little bit. bit I'm just going to. get up. G- yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you really quickly about my pick of the week. It is the, it's a song with The Weeknd. It's called uh, Hawaii. It's uh, kind of, we just, a uh, Latin American guy, I actually forget his name, but uh, if you put it into Spotify, uh, H-A-W-A-I, is an absolute banger of a tune. So uh, check
1: that shit out. Well, so. have you listened to your boy, is Wolf? no?
0: Uh, actually, I, I threw him on uh, to kind of night nice that you kind of recommended him. Yeah, I remember actually TJ (laughs) recommended a man from Greg and a Man as well, but I forget his name, so I couldn't look him up again.
1: Uh, Robert Grace. Robert Grace. Write that shit shit down.
0: Write that shit down. And just to be really cheeky, like I know it was going on about Chris Ableton the last time we did kind of music and stuff, but he just released a new album, so that's not my (laughs) pick of the week. I'm just just throwing it out there.
1: Yeah,
0: it is absolutely banging though, just to say. Anyway. (laughs) Cool, guys. So we'll uh, we'll have a wee break there. What are you going to do for the break, Limo?
1: Um, I don't know. As I said to TJ before, or I think you even popped on just as I said it. I was like, uh, I downed the oh, tub yeah. of ice cream right before we started recording.
0: This very time sensitive podcast yeah. we're doing well, right yeah, now. I
1: was like, yeah. we've very. We I said we have a good forty minutes before I need to jump on the toilet and it's absolutely blast one out of me. Blast, blast out. A, a poo! A poo now, to be
2: honest, That's a poo. Blast a poo okay. out of me. Is your break going to be as, as exciting, TJ, as uh, as Liam's? No, I'm going to edit this to see, can I hear Liam slurping again? so, yeah. so <laughs> Just TJ is the workhorse.
0: TJ is the workhorse at this podcast. Uh, cool bios. We'll, uh, we'll pop off there and uh, pop back in, in a few minutes, okay? Yep. Sweet, sweet. Talk to you. Cool, cool. Bye, bye, Ciao bye, 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 bye. And welcome back, guys. Uh, How would you get on during the break there, Limo? Uh,
1: yeah. Pretty good, pretty productive. Um, I sat in the toilet, not came out. Um, I sat there for about five minutes. so I was like, "Ah, fuck this." I updated my uh, my Tinder profile. Yeah, bit of a new caption there. Turned in a new picture as well, which was probably um, my last uh, rugby night out before COVID hit. And lads, that was wild. Like, Get I, you a few swipes. I was uh, I was gone before we left the fucking rugby club, lads. And I'd say we left the rugby club around seven or eight um, the picture I'll, I'll throw it into the group chat later you can throw it up on Instagram if you want but as me is my shirt is off I want the lad to sit down in the chair and I'm after giving him a lap dance so it sounds yeah. like a
0: perfect uh, profile pic to be fair
1: yeah oh yeah it could be could be
2: actually it's funny uh, it, that actually sounds hilarious <laughs> great.
1: great night lads I'll tell you my moves silky
0: moves He's got silky <laughs> yeah. hands and silky hips.
2: I was going to say, like the first night we met. <laughs> when did we meet, TJ? Uh, I think. Wait. You actually did have your shirt on. I probably did, yeah. <laughs> when has when he had his shirt on, to be fair? Swaxen in Castle Comer for Mockra. Yeah,
1: I was too, yeah. And I, I stripped down to my boxers for that. I was ready to get my legs on and all. Uh, yeah. I was going in, I was, yeah, I was going in there for the big tree, the crack back and sack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was no one brave enough to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just got my my chest and belly done. That was it. And then like a big dollop of it went into my belly button. Couldn't get that out. <laughs> it's I, still like, there. Uh, yeah, it's still there to this day. It's been three years. <laughs> three damn years.
2: We <laughs> talking to Liam that night. I was like talking to Hulk Hogan. Like it's the first time you met and this big built lad talking to you and you turned out great friends after
1: so. yeah and I was, I was bigger back then like I, I had like a, like size with me and then I had a bit of fat as well like so I said I was a bit scarier back then as well
2: oh I meant I meant muscle oh anyway leave it at that yeah pure, <laughs> pure, Leather, pure Leather.
0: muscle muscle well, did you have yeah. a productive uh, break TJ Uh
2: yeah I done nothing only you're uh, not uh,
0: ghost hunting and uh Loftus Hall?
2: I uh, that was actually the other night. I, I said I'd pop it up into our group there. And Loftus Hall had this thing. i say it's because um, because no visitors are allowed, but they have these host hunts every weekend. Now, I never tuned into it, but um, I just saw they had a special on webcams in the house. I was never in the house. I remember reading. We'd done a play about it in secondary school, so I got interested in the house. But uh, I was watching one of the webcams the other night and, yeah, we might stick it up on Instagram or Facebook. But, uh, yeah, it's something interesting on it. Um, Pretty freaky. Yeah, and there's, if you if you know the story of it, um, it's, well, the devil went up through the ceiling, but the, the, the daughter of the owners of the house was locked into a room for years. Now, I'm not spoiling this story. But actually in the <laughs> Where I think her room is, I heard not only no it sounded like a girl crying, and um, so it'd be actually worth checking out. I think they're live until the. 20th Do you think any of the,
0: the girl crying from the weekend could have been uh, just because Wexford got knocked out of the
2: championship, though? It could very well be. It could very. But that well be could be have been it. That could have been it, man. It could have been Davy Fitz and hibernation. I
0: no, I tell you right, I've I've driven past uh, Loftus Hall on the way to the hook, and it is freaky as fuck. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like it's definitely like a place I would not go. Which uh, kind of uh, feeds into our next topic is because uh, during the week there, there was kind of rumours about the, uh, the I'm a Celebrity castle in Wales that it's haunted and people are freaked out and people are afraid to be there after dark and stuff like that. So. My question to you on this one guys is would you work in a haunted house? Remo? Um,
1: I suppose it all boils down to how much are you paying me?
0: Like it's a good amount of money.
1: A good amount of money. Enough to tempt um, you. Enough to tempt me. Um, Yeah, I suppose like if it sets me up better than uh, what I do now or like you know, it makes my life a bit easier. You know, I don't mind sitting down and having a few chats with a few ghosts or whatever. So, yeah, Sign me He's up. a
0: big, he's a big burly man anyway, so he'd be grand probably.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, could be, could, yeah, you could make some friends through that, like, yeah. You
0: know. <laughs> would you not be kind of freaked out? You know, they can kind of uh, maybe connect to like some sort of, you know, I
1: don't know yeah, or that. all joking aside, I'm, I'd, I'd, I'd be fully fucking freaked out. Like even just chatting about this shit. I took one headphone out to listen to shit around me, like, uh, like it's fucking. It's eleven o'clock, lads. I want to get some sleep tonight, like. <laughs> I
0: will try not to freak uh, Liam out too much for bedtime. Uh, would you? Uh, would you work in haunted house, TJ?
2: Uh I don't think I'd mind. Um, I, I, would you
0: work in Loftus Hall on your own, like for a week and nights?
2: Well, it it just you just made me. I probably would. Uh, because it just made me think of when I got involved in media first and um, there was a uh, certain media premises I had to lock up a couple of nights and there was soon late shows and yeah, some weird stuff happened. I won't lie to you. Some weird stuff happened when I was locking up and um, no explanation like, and um, doors banging all on their own and you're walking up <laughs> actually... You'd be having a song playing or something, and you'd be walking up and you hear footsteps behind you. Like So it didn't really scare me. It just kind of, you'd be saying to yourself, well, geez, that sounds weird. Am I imagining it? Do I need sleep or something? I'm not saying I believe in it, far from it. But um, I'd be kind of intrigued. I was having a chat with a good friend of mine the other night, and I was kind of saying if I saw something, I'd need to investigate so I'd need to find out, well, is it my imagination or could it be a natural thing? Like if you saw a shadow or something, well, are there the light closer? If you heard the sound, well, are the, are the wind or any way that air could get near a door or something? Um, but. Yeah, I, do you yeah, reckon you could be I'd a be ghost the, hunter? I'd be the complete
1: opposite. If i seen a shadow in the dark and i am on my own, oh yeah, I'm swinging. Get out
2: the fuck! I'm
1: now, like I <laughs> I'm swinging. The amount of times I've hit one of the lads at home because like, I've seen them out of the corner of my eye thinking I was up going to the tile me on, and I do a swing. Like, it's just the pure reactions, lads.
2: <laughs> well, it, it, the way I look at it is I'd rather be alert in a sense, now I, I'm not gonna drag on anymore because it'd be a very personal thing to me, but I did wake up one I, it happened to me a couple of times in a house of a relative of mine and the first time I felt like I was being choked. Now I was really sick. I was sick for I say a good six weeks, I got a vomiting bug and I just couldn't get rid of it. And um yeah, I, I had an experience like I was being strangled one night. And then in this Oh my while after It felt I actually had to share the bed. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> please don't get too personal, there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a, a relative wasn't well, and I had to share a bed with a relative. And I actually felt like the same thing again, like. So I had a chat with the. the it was actually my father. I had to share the bed with his uh, relation with fathers, and just chanting the next morning and I said to him, Here I felt and he said, Yeah, I, I thought the same. So I don't know if there's something about it, but I think from that i kinda of realized, well if you're alert, I don't mind, but if you're now I'm not saying it could be do you know like you're saying night turns. uh do you know like sleep paralysis. Oh be. but that's fucking terrifying, isn't it? it? So I I can't explain it, but yeah there's I, well, the way it is, and I finish up on it, I hope there's something there. I actually hope those experiences were real, that it wasn't imaginary or it wasn't sleep paralysis, because then you can say, here, there's something after this. There's something beyond, once you die, there's something beyond this. Then say, once you die, that's it. So that's the way I'd explain it. I'd hope there be something real. Like, I'd hope I'd see something and it is real then it kind of being imaginary, then you're saying to yourself here, well, am I going mad or is it, are they actually something beyond this? Life-life? Yeah,
0: that's a fair point. Just to, to proper uh, freak, Liam and and uh, maybe yourself, TJ, do you ever see the, the movie The Exorcism of Emery Rose?
2: I did. I did.
0: It is. Yeah. Well, if you did, you, you know that there's like, if you wake up at three o'clock in the middle of the night, that's, like, when she hits the fan, so, and, like, anytime, anytime I wake up in the middle the like, do I check what time it is? Fuck, no. I, <laughs> like, try and avoid um, looking at the clock as best I can, because anytime I've I looked at it and it's been three and I'm, like,
2: oh, shit. So,
0: uh, yeah, so you, you're probably going to wake up tonight, guys, at three o'clock.
2: Well, the way well, the way it is at the moment with the lockdown and everything like that, the ghosts might be allowed to haunt you anyway. So social- that's true, social distance and all that. Yeah, I'd say we might be okay. i say Liam should be safe enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, to uh, to protect myself from whatever Robbie said there, I took my headphones out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I only guess Just, when to put them back in.
0: 3 a.m.,
1: that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I
2: what's most scary, I find most scary, is any films you know with children and I
0: that children are freaky.
2: That bothers me more than anything, whether it's like like uh what was it, Sixth Sense to remember the girl under the blanket. That actually bothered me. But Spo- spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> You're dropping all the dropping
0: all the spoilers tonight, teach
1: Hey, let's can we be on to this because like I don't watch scary movies like <laughs> On purpose. On purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a conscious decision. Let's go to this high ball, lads. Okay,
0: we'll move on to the highball. Yeah. High so this this might kinda of overlap with uh the kind of conversation we had earlier on about your picks of the week. Uh we might right. actually make it good though. But um say imagine a scenario you've been abducted by uh a gang of guys. Maybe ten guys, heavily armed guys, machine guns, balaclavias, they're professional. These guys are stone-cold killers. And they have you locked in a safe house somewhere. Okay?
2: Yep.
0: So, who's coming to rescue you? The people from the last TV show you watched. So, my question is to you, how fucked are you based on uh, the scenario you're in now? Liam?
1: I'm absolutely bollock. Well, I don't know, because the last show I've watched is The the Community, and we actually watched an episode of it there, so yeah, um, we're fucking, we're flying through it, we've watched nearly six seasons in just this lockdown alone. So three. how would the
0: people of uh community get on, rescuing you?
1: They, they'd somehow fuck it up, but they'd save me in the end, and we'd all end up being friends somehow. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it unless you've watched the community. I mean, have you like, watched it?
0: Have you watched the TJ? I
2: haven't. No,
1: no. Fraud, You're fucking fraud. <laughs> I give you. I pour. I pour my heart out in recommendations here, and you don't even watch. It.
0: It's on my list. It's. It's like been added just, to my list on Netflix. That's you know, just
1: watch remember. one episode, and you will be hooked.
0: Okay, I'll yeah. try it out. Was there any like kind of badass characters that would kind of go you know toe to toe with any uh, villains, around, or would they just kind of just make a kind of a funny mess of everything?
1: They'd make a funny mess of everything. Like one episode that they keep going back to in the community is a massive uh, full campus paintball fight, Ooh, nice. and it's it's yeah it's absolutely brilliant. And they go all out in the paintball fight as well. Um, I think they do it at like near enough the end of every season, so you have a good six paintball episodes there and like each you think like they've played it to death um like oh another paintball episode like you think that's the third time around but like they just make it better and better and then like we're on season six now and we're on the paintball episode and it's like fucking hell what are they going to do now this is unreal so like it's just just watch it lads
0: so they have some skills like they just go in with their their paintball guns and start shooting them the place
1: they have some skills, yeah. They have a bit of strategy. Um, now, in one of them, the strategy didn't really work, but then it worked in the end. So that's what that's what's making me feel fairly secure is I know if they can fuck up a hundred times, but they'll still get it right in the end, and I'm safe. So,
0: so you're Ooh. going to be safe, Liam. What about you, TJ?
2: I think I'm fucked. I won't like. <laughs> I was, I was task. I was watching prime time before we're doing the podcast. Then I was... Oh, watching, proper fucked. And now I'm watching Family guys, so I'm actually fucked. <laughs> a, f- a Family
0: Guy would be okay, though, no? Huh?
2: Peter Griffin coming to save you. Are you joking? I, I,
1: think you, you'd have a, I think if you had Stewie coming to save you, you'd be grand. I think Stewie, Stewie and Brian, yeah. I that would
2: be kidnapping me. Like
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about Joe? Joe would kick some ass as well.
2: Well. Yeah, but you'd be scared to be quagmire. What <laughs> <mother.
0: laughs> are you saying, well, for a Liam? He's a Would, he Would
1: he kick it? Uh,
0: yeah, sorry, <laughs> poor choice of words.
1: <laughs>
0: I meant in a figurative sense of the word, not in the physical. You know what I'm talking about.
1: I, uh, it's not what you said, though.
0: Did you see that pic? Is it of uh, is it John Cena, is it? And it's like, this is uh, like the episode of Joe uh, from Family Guy when he could walk.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: He's like, looks the same or
1: something. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant, yeah. Uh, but it's like all chest all chest I reckon he'd be okay with Family
0: Guy though come on like, I think he would yeah. Peter's gonna go in there all guns blazing and kicking the shit out of people and he'll just like or he'll, like, he'll get trapped and then he'll kind of get out of it in a funny way or Stewie and Brian will save it it'd be like, or, yeah, it'd or... be like
1: um, the episode where he's just fighting the chicken for the whole episode Would <laughs> like that I think he'd be safe
0: they're actually some of the best episodes actually we're just like yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> completely random <laughs> just yeah. comes out and just start punching the head off each other
2: how Seth <laughs> can get away with it, lads. he's just a genius. He actually is a genius. Ah, he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I see you all, I see New York um uh with the
1: Simpsons, they have something in their contracts. Like no way in a lot of the episodes, like they they're signed by Fox, obviously, and Fox produced the show. Yeah. And in a lot of the episodes they take the piss out of Fox. Yeah. Um, but it's actually signed into their contract that Fox can't regulate any of the the episodes they throw, or they have no input on it, so that's why they can uh, rip the piss out of Fox and do whatever they want, really. That's pretty cool. So, yeah,
2: that's awesome, it's, really.
0: It's cool as well for Fox to kind of let them do that, I suppose.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, so, saying there's no publicity like bad publicity. So in a sense, if there's Slate and Fox, it's in the scheme of things you'd be saying that they drive people to watch. it that's what they say anyway that's what they and did they kind of slag at Trump at all because
0: I know like Trump is kind of he's big on Fox no? <laughs> I haven't seen any of the recent episodes of The Simpsons I stopped watching yeah, like I soon I after it moved on to Sky so
1: yeah. yeah well the good bit is they're all on uh, Disney Plus lads check it out check it out
0: this episode of the podcast was brought to you by Disney+. Plus, just saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is other streaming platforms available.
0: Chris. <laughs> Whichever. Be. Fairness, Disney's pretty good, though, to be fair.
1: It is. It is.
0: If you're so, a child at heart or you're a child, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Robbie, just for you to answer your own question here. Are you fucked or are you safe? Uh,
0: I think I'm pretty cool, to be honest with you. Because, uh, I've been watching The the Mandalorian, not to to say what uh, streaming service that's on, but yeah, I was um, (laughs) watching The Mandalorian, and he's pretty badass, you know, he's kind of like, there's kind of no sort of obstacle that he can't really overcome, like, you know, guys with guns, you know, that really bothers him, doesn't really bother him, and um, they actually kind of take the piss out of the Stormtrooper guys in The Mandalorian about, like, how bad they shoot. It's like that. Yeah. They kind of they like they're trying to shoot something for ages, and then they just they just kind of end up just kind of giving up sort of thing, you know. So, the Mandalorian is pretty cool, though, to be fair. So, I'm yeah. safe. I'm safe says
1: Are you going to be like another character? or Are you going to be the Mandalorian's kind of Baby Yoda? Uh, yeah, it could be Baby Yoda eating some frog eggs. You know, I could do that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
0: Yeah, he's like he's such a cool character, though, Baby Yoda.
1: Yeah. Are you on like um first season or the second season? I'm just finishing up
0: the uh, first season.
1: First season, nice, nice.
0: So I have seeing kind of um, memes about the frog eggs, so that's where I'm kind of pulling that reference. Yeah,
1: for. I yeah, I haven't seen the second season. Yeah, um, just to get around to it.
0: It kind of starts off pretty slow, but kind of um, it does kind of
1: it builds into around. it, like yeah. Oh, it's and cool. the kind of
0: music, the music in it as well, kind of really sets the tone for the. It. It's kind of like a, a western like meets Star Wars sort of thing. It's cool.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, no, it it is really good. Um, I think it's very well done. Um, yeah, yeah, I think you're pretty yeah. safe. I'd say the I most. you think we're all pretty safe. Lovas, yeah, the most fucked a a lot of us is probably T J. Um, yeah. But I think he's still. I think the two you need to watch uh, the community so you can like properly judge this one.
0: That's, True. I think with the paintball, and you could swing it though.
1: Yeah, if I was yeah if if I was in a paintball episode, I'm I'm started.
2: I had to Google the Mandalorian. I hadn't a clue what you on had there. not a Scooby-Doo. Uh, no, but it actually looks deadly just from the picture. So, yeah. Yeah, it's class. Check it out. Um, Check it out. Cool, guys. So, uh, on.
0: on that note, uh, I think we'll leave it there. And uh, thanks for popping on this evening. And uh, yeah. have a good one. Have a good weekend. And uh, we'll see you um, all again next week.
1: Sleep tight, boys.
2: I know where you live, Liam. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just don't, actually, wake I,
0: don't wake up at 3am Don't wake up at
1: 3am I actually don't think you do know where I live TJ uh, I think I do
0: He's a townie now He's a townie now
1: townie. Or, or, He's He's a townie, boys. I say he knows Closer where I live in town than I do Out in the back of Snohar, so
2: Well I think I. Are you still where you are Since Christmas <laughs> Uh, Yeah Well then I know I see you about 3 o'clock, so... Alright, guys, have a good
0: night's sleep.
1: So it's always open, boys. Good luck, good luck. Good luck.
2: Bye-bye. Alright, bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Good luck.